0: This newcast is brought to you by Singapore International Energy Week and Money FM 89.3 in partnership with ExxonMobil. SUE is an annual platform for energy professionals, policymakers, and commentators to share best practices and solutions within the global energy space. The International Renewable Energy Agency, or IRENA, is an intergovernmental organization that supports countries in their transition to a sustainable energy future. This year marks the second Singapore IRENA high-level forum which will focus on much-needed investments in the region. For example, ARENA has highlighted that by 2050, a total of 33 trillion US dollars of additional investment, that's an increase of 30%, will be required to be on track for a 1.5 degrees Celsius pathway. Francesco La Camera, Director-General of ARENA, joins us now to tell us more. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: My pleasure, Rachel. My pleasure.
0: Francesco, let's start off. What's your vision for the energy landscape in 2050 in Asia?
1: I'm used to say that uh, the Paris Agreement uh, is at stake mainly in two regions of the world. One is the African continent. The other one is the Asia and Southeast Asia, where the energy demand will be growing, and this is a good sign of uh, a growing economies. And from the other side, we have to be careful that this uh, increase in economic activity doesn't mean an increase in the emission. So it's important to to understand that uh, this region is critical. What we see about our landscape to 2050 to be coherent with a a Paris Agreement goal achieving pathway is that we have to move from the 90% more or less that we have uh, uh, over renewables in the regions uh, to having more than two-thirds of renewable to the region and uh, on this uh, I think some documents that we also were going to present uh, to Singapore, I'm always happy to be there, is our ASEAN outlook that's where we uh, give our uh, tips on uh, what we need in terms of uh, technologies in policies and also uh, trying to assess the socioeconomic benefits of this transition.
0: So you mentioned a number of ways that you're going to be working with the region. Perhaps you can spell out for us more clearly, though, the role that you will play in supporting the low carbon energy transition for the region. We speak a lot about transition here in Asia, moving from a brown economy to a green economy. What's Arena's role here when we're talking about low carbon energy?
1: So the answer to your question is on our statutes. So we are an intergovernmental agency that is promoting the widespread of renewables around the world. Mm-hmm. So, how we how we can perform these tasks in the region? Naturally, we have been working on uh, what is needed in terms of technologies. So, the the technologies are the first aspect. Also, taking into account that the region we have many coal plants that are new. So, we have a new generation mm-hmm. of coal plants. So. The dismissal of this coal plant will be economically engaging. So we are supporting the countries in their own planning. Globally, in the world, we have supported 84 countries in uh, uh, presenting their NDC, their commitments in the uh, achievement of the Paris Agreement goals in Glasgow. We are continuing to work on supporting country in their planning. We are also supporting the country making the evidence of the case of uh, renewables become more and more competitive. And with our publication, and we are a uh, common work with the, with the countries, our membership and with the uh, ASEAN regional offices. Recently, we have also started to work on facilitating uh, the funding for projects. And we mm-hmm. had the first experience just in Southeast Asia, Southeast Asia, a few weeks ago in Bali, where in the occasional of the G20, we held back to back the first Arena Investment Forum in the context of the Climate Investment Platform Initiative, together with UNDP, C4ALL, in collaboration with the Greek um, Fund. And this, I think, was very promising. We are trying to list projects. You know, people say the money is there, but there are no projects. Now we are trying to have also the projects. And we are trying to make the matching between the projects. And we are working with the problem, to enhance the quality, the backability. And the funding available.
0: And you mentioned the money's there, but there are no projects. What are some of the key challenges when you're looking at transition here in the region?
1: Yeah, one we have already mentioned. So the fact mm-hmm. that we have a fleet of, uh, of, of new coal plants. So the economic, mm-hmm. uh, uh, to say, resistance to the change is, uh, is also an economical evidence. Another aspect that is not just for uh, Southeast Asia as a whole, but is uh, common, is the question of uh, of the grid. So we need dating the, the grid system. We need interconnected grid. We need flexible grid, and we need balanced grid. And this has to be done in a cooperative uh, f- effort among countries and inside in uh, in the domestic uh, arena. So naturally. A degree. The other aspect that uh, we have to be careful of is to have the right policy to attract investment. So the legal environment is, is important, having transparent bids, wo- working on auction, and trying to 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 see to build business models that are fitting to the reality in the in the country. So we have also to be considered that uh, countries may be different, maybe different characteristics. And we have to adapt to these characteristics.
0: The region is indeed very diverse. You're listening to Money FM eighty-nine point three. We're speaking to Francesco La Camera, Director General of the International Renewable Energy Agency. This is part of a special series of SUCAS brought to you by Singapore International Energy Week and Money FM in partnership with ExxonMobil. Now you mentioned capital, but beyond capital, what else is required to further accelerate renewable? energy development in the region. You spoke about the grid, you spoke about policy, about mindset changes. How achievable is all this? What kind of time frame are we looking at as well?
1: You know, that's the question that we have no time frame. So we Mm -hmm. have to act and we have to act uh, uh, as as fast as, as Mm -hmm. soon as fast as possible. Uh, because uh, we are uh, really uh, risking to lose the 1.5 pathway. So we have to act uh, absolutely now. What is important actually is to enhance the capacity to assist countries. And also one key aspect that's been also outlined in the occasion of G20 is the international cooperation. We need to mm-hmm. be able to do more in uh, supporting countries in their transition. That's a a mere transition from brown to to green. The transition also is for having an energy system provide in the future, the elements for be less unequal. So we are also working in the transition, not only for greening the system, but making the system more fair and just.
0: From your perspective, though, let's talk about it from an end user perspective. What about electrification? How could end-user electrification impact the region? And from there, what opportunities does this present for decarbonization?
1: Naturally, this is something that belongs not only to the region. When you talk about the end-use, hydrogen could be really a game-changer. The region has the chance to produce their own hydrogen, and hydrogen can really work for greening the end-of-use sector, so transport, industry, we are talking about long long shipping transport, the industries, hydrogen could play a very important role. And also in the region, a sustainable use of biomass could be key for trying to put the regional line with a, with a 1.5 uh, pathway. On the new sector, remember, hydrogen is key and biomass could play a role.
0: Okay, so to summarize and to round up, in Arena's view, what will be a key to driving a resilient and sustainable energy future?
1: Uh, the answer is, uh, you see, in our in the beginning of our conversation, is moving fast to renewables and uh, use uh, green hydrogen as as soon as possible, so make the industry of green hydrogen to be there. And uh, trying to also to make the the right use of the uh, the resource in terms of biomass at the region level uh, well, uh, largely. So it's important the uh, moving fast in this uh, in this direction. And naturally, uh, arena is there, and uh, the Singapore uh, will be at the right moment to discuss all this aspect together and trying to work on uh, identify the barriers and trying to overcome those barriers. So I think the Singapore week, as usual is a key moment in discussing the the energy future for Russia. Action, action, action. We need action and we need action now.
0: Wise words there. Well, Francesco, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today.
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And always waiting to be in Singapore.
0: We've been speaking with Francesco La Camera, Director General of the International Renewable Energy Agency. This Ucast is brought to you by Singapore International Energy Week and Money FM in partnership with ExxonMobil.